Hey everybody, it's your girl Cache Ariel, and we are live on the Sipping Shop. Today we'll be going live with the legendary David Ford. So um, without further ado, we're about to get started. If everybody want to go around and just introduce themselves and then we'll get into the interview. And I'm going to bring my mom on as well too. Alright, bring mama in. <laughs> David, tell people about you. Oh. Wow. So. I am eyewear designer David Ford, based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, been doing fashion for the last nine years, uh, building up black luxury, um, making a lot of big imprints into the business, and um, making people aware that we, we got to have something to call our own. So this is why we do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was our mystery guest. I don't even know if I want to even. What do I do? Do I move over? No, because it's already looking. You gotta. You should like move your chair to the center. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that's why I'm trying to figure come it on, out. Come, right. come this coming. way. No, he don't want to be on camera. He this way. Not he wants to be on camera. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no the mystery no guest. Um, there go mommy. Hey, ma. What's up, ma? Hello. Say hey. Hey, Ma. Hey. So, How Rob, are you, you going to say something? Not really. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just to... background working. I'm, okay. You know, Rob is technical. background working. Yeah, technical. All right. Ma, so go ahead. Let them know who you are. What's your name hey, on the podcast? <laughs> you know, you, you, Girl. Can't, you can't see us. Here. I'm going to turn it this way. Uh-oh. I know. Yeah, we can't do it that way. Let me see. If I do it this way. It could be on you because she ain't she here. So I'm gonna let y'all it'll be that way. I'm cool with that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Alright, y'all. So today we brought in Mr. David Ford. Um I've been knowing of David Ford for a couple of years, but last year, um, he gave me the opportunity to be one of his models for his brand. And I really, really look up to him um, when it comes to business and just the way he moves. Um, he's a great businessman and just great man all around. So I wanted to bring him on just to tell people about his journey a little bit and also about his brand in case somebody may not be familiar, which I'm sure a lot of people are. Um, so we're going to get started. Um, how long <laughs> How long have you... Um, been in the eyewear business um i've been designing for the past nine years okay. um started out you know as just uh taking a chance on something didn't even know it was really something that i could do but the story goes i started as a as a kid didn't even know it so i was a kid that wore the ugly frames mm -hmm. i used to draw superheroes with glasses on mm -hmm. and um from there actually my mother kept all those pictures okay. and so she came to me she moved probably almost like 10 years ago now and um you know she said well, what do you what do you want to do with these you want to throw them away or do you want to keep them i put them on linkedin okay and so when i put them on linkedin they were like i need to i need to see those so I, the guy was like very interested he's like yo i need to see those i'm like okay mm -hmm. flew me down to florida okay one of the lead designers from gucci wow and so he said you don't need gucci i need to teach you how to do this for yourself Wow. And so he taught me how to design eyewear, and I started ever since. And, you know, um, I actually went across the country, you know, um, and across the world to go learn really how to design eyewear, and I got started. That's dope. Um, now, I know that you've um, 
been doing eyewear but now you have branched off into other merchandise what was a thought in your head that came or at what point did you think okay it's time for me to do more than just glasses it's time for me to branch out into other things shout out to my manufacturers for doing that <laughs> you know um they were like you can't be a one-trick pony you got to open this up okay you got you got the appeal you got stars rocking with you mm -hmm. you got to really open this up and um you know i was like mm, don't know I'm, I'm liking this lane it's comfortable mm -hmm. you know i'm sitting back they're like, no, open it up. So I opened it up about three years ago. We started out with just T-shirts. Okay. But if that one ain't, that's not my lane. That's not what we do. If we're going to do it, it's going to be luxury. Gotcha. So, you know, um, we started to create, you know, uh, more luxury shirts and hats. And then we moved off into tennis shoes. So we tried tennis shoes. And tennis shoes, that wasn't a lane. That was an expensive lane. And, I, you know, it just wasn't it. Mm -hmm. You know, so then we started going into this year or 2020 during the pandemic. Actually, a big manufacturer hit me was like, yo, let us really, you know, kind of get your brand going mm -hmm. on the manufacturing side and shout out to them, you know, and they created my jackets. Okay. When they created those jackets, you know, if anybody that watched social media, it went bananas. Mm -hmm. Everybody was asking about those jackets. Now, this year, we went into the backpacks and we started to make bigger stuff and people were like, this is it. So, you know, we off into a lane that we really want to be in now. So, it, it really works. And I know that you work with a lot of celebrities. Like, how did that come about? You know, um, did you just, like, message them and say, hey, I have this, or how did it work? Crazy thing is, and I'm, I'm going to tell everybody by experience, use your network. You know, so it, it's, it's, your, it's your, your mama, it's your cousin. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows somebody mm -hmm. that knows somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, it's six degrees of separation. And, you know, those people are like, yo, let me reach out to so-and-so. I know so-and-so. Let me get you on this movie set. Let me get you on that movie set. That's how we got on, what, now six movies so far in the past three years. Mm -hmm. um, every black uh, TV show that's out, we've had our on. Okay. You know, so, you know, we, we are starting to, to roll because of people, okay. you know. So it worked. Ma, do you have any questions for day four? Because, you know, I could keep going. I'm going to try to get you a chance. Hey, Ma. Uh -huh. Hey. <laughs> Um, he pretty much answered the question I was going to ask him. I just wanted to know what made you just take that leap of faith. You know, because so many people are like stuck in their comfort zone and they don't want to uh, comfortable here and I don't want to branch out. But what made you um, take that leap of faith? Because I do know that when you take the leap of faith, um, opportunities happen. Yep. Sometimes you have to do it afraid. Yep. So what made No, you're right. You're right. And that, yeah, you said it exactly right. Um, me realizing I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. But me realizing in the black community, we have really nothing to call our own. We wear everybody's everything, but we never wear our own. We never, you know, really stand behind anything that's our own, you know, unless we see somebody on TV do it, you know. But right. when we turn, you know, start to turn that into us, good things can happen. So, you know, that's what we did. You know, we started turning it into our own lane. You know, mm -hmm. and so that's what made it work is this, you know, good people standing behind us saying, hey, just just keep going. We got you. We got you. And the, mm -hmm. the train started, you know. Okay. That's okay. You got My other question is, do you have any surprise things? You can close it. Do you have any surprise uh, things coming out this year? Hey, Ma, it wouldn't be a surprise yeah. if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, you're right. 
Well, we have something big coming out March the 4th. The new backpacks are dropping. Um, everybody been waiting on those. If you watch my Instagram, uh, the number's been really high on it uh, as, as well anticipated. Um, this is the first time we're going to launch into something for a product that costs $1,200. So this is the first time we're launching on the bigger side, on the really luxury side, you know, um, and we got people in line to get them already. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, my, my last question is this, because my mom... It's, oh my gosh, she, she wants your ear pot, your uh, Bluetooth Vortex. Uh, and uh, she has been talking about these Bluetooth glasses. Can you can you tell us about the Bluetooth glasses? Absolutely, Bluetooth technology. Bluetooth, it's Bluetooth technology in eyewear. You're able to actually do your uh, your phone, so you can control your phone from your glasses, so mm-hmm. or any device that has Bluetooth on it. You know, um, you're able to answer your calls. Um, you're able to listen to music, um, speech recognition, all in eyewear. Um, and you know, with that, you know, let me drop a couple things. So here's a big one for you. So we're actually doing a big campaign with Phaedra Parks with the uh, Ford Tex, and uh, we just were in NASCAR. So NASCAR, Kaz Garala, who was a NASCAR driver, he didn't, he wound up not placing his car, blew up, but that's okay. Shout out to Kaz Garala. Um, Team Jordan actually mm-hmm. wore them before and after for us during NASCAR. And not many black brands have been on the, the stage for NASCAR. And now we are one of them. Yes, 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 yes. Ooh. Making history. So, my question is in regards to just to piggyback off what my mom was saying, because, you know, I've modeled the glasses. So, can you tell people, I know you were saying before at one of the sessions, like the, the reflector. Um, lenses for the cops i know i know you said a lot of police officers want those glasses now is that something that you get a lot of police officers purchasing from you absolutely absolutely yeah i mean you know we have all different types of lenses like the lens i have now is called a flash gradient lens so it's actually gradient where i can wear these things on the inside just perfectly but you think they're dark so it's a flash gradient and it's it's this gradient at the top but it's really light at the bottom so that's a part of new technology that's coming out, and we already ahead of the curve. We already doing it. Good, that's so good. <laughs> you got another question, Ma? No, I just see, I just see a billionaire just all over him. <laughs> Let's hope so, Ma. Let's hope so. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you, you're doing some amazing, amazing things. So, um, I'm quite sure you reach back and you bring other people. Always. You know. That's, that's what's up. But you know, I, I do. I see you. You're a billionaire. The, the, the big thing is, is I do this for us. And, um, you know, I have to stick to that. Um, it's nothing against no other race, no other nothing. But right. we have to start by something that we can do better than basketball, mm-hmm. football, sports. Exactly. You know, everybody's not meant to be a lawyer. You know, everybody's right. not meant to be an entertainer. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of us that have skills. You know, um, but we just don't get to display them. So I'm making sure that we can stand in that light as entrepreneurs and do what we do. And I tell people, stop saying small business. You're not a small business. You're you're an independent business. Oh, come on. Okay. That's the number one problem we got right now that everybody keeps saying they're small business. If you think small, you get small things. Uh You know, so I don't let I don't let nobody around me say small. Nothing small. 
which is independent. Yes. Oh, I like that. And how do you, because um, I always hear people say, like, anytime I post a picture of me and your stuff, I always hear people say, like, how did you get, how did you talk to him? He, he, he I can't get to him, or I want to model for him. Like, what do you, like, how do you pick who models for you? Or, you know, how do you say this is who I want to represent my brand? Like, do you have a certain way you can kind of just look at someone's profile and, and see? Because I know a lot of things are based off social media. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, it, it doesn't even have to do with social media. Like, you know, so I have my star power already. So when I pick independent people, it just goes by the look. You know, it goes by what I'm looking for at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, if we if we can make it, you know, bigger and better, um, how they promote, you know, so if you see people that don't get, you know, callbacks, you know what that meant. Yeah. They didn't promote very well. Um, you know, and just people that want to do good things, man, and be a part of something that's powerful. Um, you know, um, I, I think we got a movement that's powerful. Um, if you look through New York City, New York City is moving this brand like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's powerful, you know, and it's not because of me. It's because of black luxury. Yes. You know, shout out to Lord Jamar, you know, for creating that that phase for this brand. He said, this is black luxury, you know, and wow. from there, we, we took it from there. And that was at the beginning of my career. That is so, so good. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions for you. Um, do you see yourself um, maybe doing like workshops or um, anything educational to yeah. help people if they want to start their own eyewear line or business? Well, I, I've already started. Um, we successfully have had one brand last year start their eyewear line. Um, and the next one has already started this year, so they're waiting on production. Okay. So we do have people that's that's in the process. The big thing is where people fail is they don't realize it costs money. Mm-hmm. And if you don't set up a plan to put it in place, it's just not the game for you. It's a very expensive game. Um, a lot of people buy the glasses in the box and there's no disrespect to nobody. Mm-hmm. But when you really stepping into this lane, you're messing with big box brands who, you know, they look to destroy you. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. they they're not having it. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna imprint their their brand. You got to create your own lane. Yes. You know, so that's the big key. Anybody that's watching right now, make sure you create your own way. You know, and I can I can knock on this wood and say I've never never took out a bank loan for nothing I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, I've that's never got any of that PP whatever the the money is that mm-hmm. the funny business money they're giving. Never took a dime of it. And the reason I did that because I want to build this on its own two legs. You know, so we might be 20 years down the line before we build it to that billion dollar point. But guess what? It's ours. Yes. You know, and that's the key. Um, And also, I know you do photography. Like, um, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but um, a lot of the times when we shoot with you, it's not a photographer with you. It's you actually shooting us. So... Do you plan on um, maybe hosting a photography workshop as well, or is that included? No. <laughs> I don't give up the game. No. <laughs> I don't give up the game. You know, I you know um, you know I think God blessed me with a with a talent, um, and you know to to have an eye for what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. you know. But that has a lot to do with traveling the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know what they're looking for. 
Um, our eyewear has been in everywhere from uh, Paris Fashion Week, London Fashion Week, you know, uh, the Milan Fashion Week, LA Fashion yeah. Week, New York Fashion Week, Miami Fashion Week, and now I just know what they look for. So I try to create those looks, duplicate what's being done. Got you. You know, so and, and the key is, is that you know more than I, I try to I try to introduce the small amounts of people. Mm -hmm. So you were one of the blessed ones I introduced it to. You know, um, and shout out to Nicole for making that happen. You know, um, I just like to in small settings. You know, I'm still I'm still a hermit. I, I like to be behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I just like people to learn as we go. And whichever y'all do with that information, that's totally up to you. You know? Yes. But for me, I try to take small groups of people and really help them flourish. And I know this is a random question, but we asked a couple random things. That's okay. So if you could be a certain animal, um, what animal would that be and why? I'm already him. I'm a panther. Okay. That's why. That's why we. That's why we have a black panther. That's why we have a panther. Mm -hmm. Um, I move in silence. Got you. I move in silence, but when I strike, it's fierce. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. So anybody that knows this brand, that's how we strike. You never know when it's gonna strike, but when it strikes, it's always something fierce. Yes. That's why panther is on the side of those frames. Yes. 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 Ah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, and then I know you have like sales and stuff. You've been doing sales recently. Um, do you have anything that you would like to put out there just as a reminder for anyone? I know you said you were digging deep into the treasure box. We got the treasure box. We did, and that, that did good <laughs> last week. Um, I did some of my venture styles. So I actually, uh, last week, they got to buy some of the eyewear I did for 112 for their tour, mm -hmm. for the Diddy tour. Yeah. So that was like really, really special eyewear. Um, but you know, I looked at it like this. It's time to create new memories. Yes. You know, so it just sitting there and me looking at it and you know, sitting it on the trophy case means nothing. Mm -hmm. Let people get their hands on it and create new memories. So you know, I'm starting to create new memories. The brand is much, much doper than it was then. And um, you know, so I'm letting all that stuff go and people buying it like crazy. Yes, yes, I'm so excited for you. Um, I'm like excited I, said, too. I need you to come out with a brand for me, like Mama V, Mama V Glass. Mama V, look, I think you better check the website. <laughs> we got something for you already. Trust me. <laughs> look, that brand gonna cost you a lot of scribblets, Mama. You don't, you, you gotta be ready. You gotta really be ready for the brand value now. Yes, but I definitely um, appreciate you coming through today, just to. Give people a background um, on who you are and what you do. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, I know Dave Ford. He does the eyeglasses, but it's so much more to you. Um, and I always speak highly of you um, when I talk to people about you because I feel that you are a great teacher. Um, Mama you, got a question. Go ahead. Do you see that hand <laughs> wave? Oh. Go on, Mama. I got a question. What do you do about, because you have a lot of people... Um, in different business but you have a lot of groupies hitchhikers people that try to hitchhike off of what you do what do you do with those people those those people that try to connect themselves with you that are that are not assigned to you but they want to be a good part question. of what you're doing good question well you automatically know if they in or not you automatically know um i do nothing you know um they fall off the wayside anyway um you know I keep the circle very small, you know, so you know if somebody's with me, they with me, if they're not, they're not. You, you know, you really do know. 
Um, it's very apparent. Um, and I keep circles really small on purpose because, you know, what we're building is, is very special, you know. So, um, you know, I mean, we love people to be a part. You know, being a part is an amazing thing. Yeah. You know, but, but you know, I, I tell people you can be a part of this brand. Buy something from the website. I don't care if it's a hat. I don't care if it's a pair of glasses. I don't care if it's a, a sweatshirt, whatever. That's the best way to be a part. The more you can contribute, the more we make. Mm-hmm. I don't take it and go buy uh, big cars and, you know, all that. What I do, I take that money. I go right back in. I live a common lifestyle, you know, and I just I just go back in and make new. I just keep creating, keep creating. Right. So that's what I do with money. You know, it's not about right now. It ain't about the, you know, seeing me on beaches. And, you don't show off. You ain't got to show off, right. you know. Right. The show off is to see. When you walk down the street and you see somebody in your eyewear, you see somebody in your sweatshirts, and mm-hmm. that's the show off. You know, that's bigger than me than anything right now. Rob said he had a question for you. Oh, yeah, just a quick question. It's I, the hidden yeah. man behind the <laughs> camera. <Yeah. laughs> right. right. Um, as far as, like, having a black luxury the brand. I, oh, as far as having, like, a black luxury brand, I heard that uh, throughout the whole interview. Like, what makes your black luxury brand different than your competition? Because I have no competition. Okay. Name me one piece of black luxury you know of. I stand in a lane all by myself. And, and you know, and it's not being disrespectful, it's just truth. Um, you know, people right now, we're, we're so looking. That's why she has this store, okay? So we're looking to create. And I've had conversations with her personally to start creating her own, creating that lane, okay? Because the money that we pay to these people that already have it, they're making millions. But if we develop our own lane, she can develop a purse, she can develop shoes, she can develop pants, whatever else, she can do it. Mm-hmm. But what it takes is, we have to, it, and it's not, it's not nothing on you, mm-hmm. it's a sense of laziness that we all have. It's easier just to buy it, it's easier. But it becomes less easier when you gotta go travel to another country to figure out how it's really done. Once you take the trip to, to the Mecca, to go across the water, that's when you start saying the light bulb goes off and you say, I could have been did this. That's the difference. You know, um, you know, I, I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs about this because they, oh, how do you, how'd you, how'd you get started? I just, you know, I decided one day I was at my job and I said, you know, what, I'm not coming back. Lunchtime. I was an engineer. I was an engineer. Made it easy on the grand a year. I decided I wasn't coming back. I got up at lunchtime, I went and told my boss I'm not coming back. He's like, oh, you're joking. I already have my box in my hand, full of my stuff. I'm gone. Handed my name badge. That's dedication. That means no matter what was going to happen, it was me against the world. And my favorite you know, saying is me versus me. So when you learn me versus me, the every you look at life totally different. When you understand it's you versus you every single day, you know? And that's the real key. And I know you say, like, me versus me. I think sometimes a lot of people don't understand that concept. Um, A lot of people say, oh, I I don't have competition. But it's hard for them to help the next person up. I know it's not hard for you to do that. It's not hard for me to do that. But what do you say to somebody that has a hard time helping someone up along the way or on their journey? Well, this is what I say, first of all. Before you get to help a hand... You need to, you know, 
you need to really search for me versus me. Mm-hmm. Usually you don't need nobody to help you up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to have advice, but you don't need the hand. You, you really can do it yourself. But you got to understand the principles of me versus me. When you understand that every day it's you against the world, you're going to make it happen. If that means that you ain't going to eat, your kids ain't going to eat, you're going to figure out a way. We are, we are natural hunters by trade. Mm-hmm. So you're going to trade to get it done. You know, you're going to figure it out. But most people just don't figure it out. That's the key. That's good. Yes. You know? And my last question, um, my last question is just, I know that we've talked and you was telling me about me stepping behind my brand. So I know that's something that you've done. So what made you say, okay, I I no longer want to be the face of my brand. I want to have other people be the face of it. Would you suggest that people do that? Because I've had people come to me and say, hey, I want to start a business, but I don't want my face on it because people may not buy because it's me. So what do you, the, how do you say why you yeah, did it? But That's not the principle why. Go ahead. The reason you step behind the brand because you want the brand to be for everybody, whatever brand it is, whether it be, do you know what the, the, the owner of McDonald's looks like? Mm-mm. How about Burger King? No. How about, well, you might know Apple. You know Apple? Yeah, we know Apple. Okay. I mean, you got to look at this. These guys, women, okay, are behind their brands. They don't have to step in the front to make something happen. You don't have to be the spokesman of your own product. First of all, your product got to speak for itself. Yes. If your product is speaking for itself, ain't nothing you got to say. True. There's nothing for you to say. True. The luxury, the, the, you know, whatever it may be, the quality is going to speak for itself. You know, um, it's cool to every now and again get on, hey, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. This is my brand, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's okay to do that. But you, not every everything needs to have your face on it. Mm-hmm. Let the product speak. Let it breathe. Okay. And if you let the product breathe, you'll find out that people are more receptive to it. You got yeah. to let the product breathe. I like that. Yeah, you got to let the product breathe. <laughs> It's key. She always trying to find a, a quote in something. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Ridiculous. You have to let the product breathe. You have to let the product breathe. But um, do anybody else have any more questions for him? Oh, yeah, I got a question. Go ahead, Ron. So, um, <laughs> I know I'm playing it's the It's the man behind yeah. the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, as far as, like, you say, you, you one day you at your job, you like, I don't want to do this no more. You grab the box, you tell your boss I'm leaving. Um, I know that's a sense of relief because you feel like you walk into, into what you really want to do. So from a person that never had to take out a loan, get any PP, whatever loan from the government, anything like that, to s- support your business, how did you get the initial money to start a luxury black or Good black question. luxury brand i'm did so you have glad initial, you asked that. did you have initial investors no did i did not saved? So, like, let me tell one. you what happened so i knew i was going to leave mm-hmm. i knew it and if it wasn't going to be for i was going to be for something mm-hmm. i was always an entrepreneur and i hated working for somebody else so what i did was i used my 401k i went hard in the paint mm-hmm. high stakes for two years mm-hmm. made enough money to get out of there and i left and when I left, when I got home, my wife told me, you the craziest man in freaking America for leaving your job. You lost your mind. But guess what? It worked. You know why it worked though? Because I was determined not to go back. Mm. 
And I, to this day, I will never work for another man again in my life. Ever. I'm trying to get to that point. I think, I think for me as a woman, it's like I want to be that bold because I'm bold about a lot of things. I'm bold about messaging you and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, you got to give me a shot." I'm yeah. bold, you know. I'm bold about all the opportunities I've ever encountered, but that one piece there is the only thing that I have not gotten to the point that I want that I can say, you know what, I'm done. But I can tell you the two and a half weeks I was off of work before I started my new job, um, it felt good to mm-hmm. not have to answer to nobody. It felt good to be on my own schedule. It felt good to be able to handle business stuff that I couldn't get done because I'm tired from a long day. You know what I'm saying? It just felt really, really good. And so I don't know <laughs> when I'll get to that point. I want to, but I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use a prime example. Think about COVID mm-hmm. last year. God, That was all God God's plan. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about it. Mm-hmm. What did you do in 2020 to set up 2021? That's the question. Any entrepreneur, any business that you see that went belly up in 2021, it's because they never sat down in 2020, starting February, to plan for 2021. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. You have to change some things. Yes. I can look in this room. I can monetize this room. In minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the key. People fear the unknown Mm -hmm. until you no longer fear the unknown. You'll never leave that job. You know what? That's that's good that you said that because um, many people know I'm a nurse. I um, for so so long, my whole mindset was I got to make sure I show up for these people Mm -hmm. and. One day in prayer, God was just like, when you going to show up for yourself? Mm-hmm. You do everything for everybody else. What is what are you going to do for yourself? So I had, I told my daughter, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do travel nursing. I said, I got to take this leap of faith. I said, I, I, you know, at first I was like, I don't know, because I'm scared what my boss and them going to say. But I, when I tell you I prayed and God opened the door, I said, God, if this is the door I'm supposed to go in, make everything smooth, make the way straight. I went in, I, t- I turned my notice in. I'm like, I can't believe, I'm like, I'm putting on my big girl pants. They right. I have my papers that here. They're like, what's this? I said, um, today, my, this is gonna be my last day. They like, what? I'm like, yeah. I had talked to one of, um, one of the workers there who I'm real close to and I said, I gotta do this afraid. I, I I gotta take this this leap because if I don't take this leap, I'm gonna be stuck. I feel like I'm gonna be stuck in this position for ten more years or something. Mm-hmm. So I gave her my my notice. My uh, don came in. I thought she didn't come in. She called me and she said, "I'm not coming in today." Um, but I heard that you had turned your notice in. I'm gonna have to talk to the administrator. So it was all I think all in God's plan because. When she didn't come in that day, I talked to the administrator myself. And the administrator said, you have all my blessings. She said, go for it. Hmm? And I said, thank you, God, because had I not took those steps, I would be stuck. I'll be right where um, I was Right. last week. But some 
things. That's why I'm saying you have to come out of your comfort zone. This is I keep telling people this is the year to take the biggest leap. If you have to do it afraid, faith without works is dead. So you have to take those leaps of faith. That's right. And I believe that when you start taking your leaps of faith, you begin to understand your assignment. You begin to know what it is that you were purpose here to do. Right. Because it starts to flow. That's right. Mm -hmm. Big time. And yeah. You're exactly right. I mean, once you get you get on long, you know, no longer afraid of the fear. You know, when nothing fears you, fears you. Yeah. you know, that's when you start to take those leaps of faith. And, mm -hmm. you know, as I was at that point where I wasn't, you know, I wasn't feared by it anymore. You know, and it was the best thing I could have ever done in life because, you know, if I would have stood there, I, I would have been on that job to this day. You know, yeah. and it just, it just wasn't for me. You know, I had too many more skills that, that were not being displayed, you know, right. so... You know, it's okay. So I, I challenge you to take a, a leap of faith. <laughs> I challenge you to do it. I'm challenging you right on your show. I, I challenge you to take. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm I telling know. you to take a leap of faith. Okay. You know, and and put the extra effort into what you're doing, and then watch what happens. Okay. You know, it's key. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, yes, I love it. Without question. You was like, we appreciate yeah, we'll come. <laughs> but I thank you so much for coming and just sharing your story and being um, motivation all the time. I definitely appreciate you for coming. And that's the end of the um, interview with Mr. David Ford. Make sure you guys um, follow him if you aren't already. Purchase something. His uh, website is in his bio. Um, so definitely, definitely, um, purchase and then also like him on my model page that's tagged in my bio. I believe I have his website on that page in my bio there. So, and I think that's Cachet's model page. I think that's the name of it. So on there, I have the link there too. So you can purchase from there as well. So definitely, um, stay in touch, stay in tune. He has so many great things coming up. So many people that are promoting his brand all over. So Definitely stand soon with him. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. And let me get my Instagram. Let me get my Instagram and Facebook because she didn't do it her dog on stuff. Well, come on. So <laughs> I'm gonna get my own. And you, well, if you was on this live, you could have typed it. So let me let me give Put it to y'all. No, no, I ain't typing. I'm just gonna say it. Okay. Look, all y'all gotta do is go to David Ford Collection. Hashtag David Ford Collection at David Ford Collection. Whatever y'all want to do. Um, the website is dfciwear.com. Let me get some shout-outs real quick before I go, because it's a whole bunch of people, big folks watching this thing. What's up to the Von Boozer twins? What's up? Uh, uh, the Real J. Broxton, uh, Paige, what's going on? We had a bunch of people on here today. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Dr. Kanisha, what's up? Um, my boy from the D, what's going on, bro? Um, what up, though? Joe Little. Um, <laughs> It's so much. It's a whole bunch over there. Um, hey y'all. Um, hey. Alicia, how we doing? It's a whole bunch of people. I appreciate y'all watching, man. Look, that's all the time I'm giving. I didn't give all the game I'm gonna give. <laughs> Make that's sure it. your followers to follow me. And follow Cashay. She gonna give y'all her information. Because I am not going to say all that. They, people be having the dots and the periods, the underscores. Yes, I do. Look, I ain't doing all that. Look. <laughs> okay, Mama V. She said, Mama V. 
So she um, need to change that to her Instagram name because that's not it right now. It's uh, Veronica RM forty five. Can y'all make it easy for everybody, doggone please? But you know, definitely if you type in, it's not that many cachets in the world. Um, I'm blessed to be like one of probably ten. So <laughs> y'all can follow me at. <laughs> At Cache, C-A-S-H-E, underscore, underscore, R-E-L-A-R-R-I-E-L-L-E. And y'all heard it and here I first. And I am Veronica, underscore, R-E-N-45. Yes. Oh, and I also, I also have Nurse Lab, too. Yes, yeah, she has apparel for nurses. So, look, we're doing all kind of entrepreneurship stuff in here right now. Um, I appreciate y'all tuning in. appreciate y'all having me, man. First and foremost, um... And also, let me give a big shout out to Kid Capri. Um, y'all just waiting to see what's going on with Kid Capri. It's going to be huge. Shout out to Keith Murray. That's about to be really huge. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of stuff in this can right now. I can't even divulge right now. Mom says surprises. It's a whole bunch coming that y'all ain't going to believe. Let um, me tell you, I, I, from looking, I can tell. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Can I tell you? I, I can sense it. It's like something, I'm like major, something major big I, I can feel it I appreciate it you just make sure I'm, when you do it and you bring it out make sure you tell mama big alright we gonna oh, make I sure that um and let me what else um I always like to leave with wherever I'm at with a word of wisdom for everybody yes go ahead so let me give y'all a word of wisdom before I get out of here cause I'm going to see my mama yes. um hey mama you know I'm gonna say this to y'all man stand strong in what you do you know, stand true in your word. Make sure y'all get on those knees every day, man. If you want success, get on your knees. Yeah. You know, and make sure you pray for the things that you want because God is definitely a deliverer. Yes. Whether you believe in my God or your God, I don't care what it is. Yes. Okay, but make sure you get on your knees and pray to that person yeah. because that person delivered me to give me everything I wanted and more. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And um, y'all make sure y'all stay praying for the people that's in these hospitals, in the nursing yeah. homes, the people that got COVID. You yes. know, um, I think we're forgetting about that. Make sure everybody, man, stay safe. Yes. You know, um, do the things that's right right now. I know they're opening things back up, but stay shut down for a minute. It's okay. Yes. Um, beyond that, man, just uh, be, be true to the game. And when I say true to the game, that means true to you. Yes. And if you stay true to you, ain't nothing you can't do. You will always prosper. Yes. So that's it from your boy. I'm going to holler at y'all. Hey. <laughs> oh. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So if you guys did not know, we just wrapped up with Mr. David Ford. Appreciate um, We call in this episode freestyle because, honey, we did not prepare for this episode at all. You gonna get on camera? I'm sick of it. Uh, um, Stop it! You on that camera over there, so we're doing that. Camera whisperer. He don't want to be on camera. All right. See you. Thank you so much for thank coming. So much. We appreciate Is that you. Camera still going? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, going. I'm out. Be <laughs> <laughs> safe. I'll see y'all. Thank you. Take see care. You. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, so did you get the topics? I finally got in my room. Oh, you're in your room. So how does it feel 
For those that don't know my mom, she is in Chicago. Um, she started her travel nursing. So how has it been so far the last 24 hours? First of all, let me tell you, you know, everybody loves your mama. So the little man downstairs, little Mexico, whatever his name is, honey, mm-hmm. at the desk, oh, my God, he sung to me last night. But today, uh, Rose, Miss Rose, she asked everyone down there to see if they had started, um, was bringing the stuff up uh, for the room or whatever. She mm-hmm. said, where is Veronica? Oh, my God, Veronica has this. So I don't know. I might have become Mexicano. I didn't know. Girl, if you don't get out of my face, I'm about to hang up with you. <laughs> but um, did you get the topics? Topics? I told you. Don't. If he's supposed to be, uh, he, he better get it. His male have her stuff together. Do you have the topics? I told you to get. You, you said I got some topics. Now you talk about what topics? Oh, man, I feel horrible. <laughs> yeah, well, let's freestyle. Let's free. You go over your topics first. I don't got none. You don't have any. No, I didn't. Cause I got one. Cause just said let's that's let's freestyle. About, no, let's talk about. Let's talk about. If it. you start saying something out of order, I'm gonna hang up on you on here. So go ahead. I'm just letting let's, you know. Let's what do you mean when you're talking about uh, it could be a hairstyle it could be a shirt it could be anything what you ask for versus what you get okay so tell us about a time where you got something <laughs> where you paid for something and got something else I can say other. Uh, look, come on, don't let that hair drop in your eye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you left me a little too hard. <laughs> you should bring my, you should bring my cousin on. You should bring my girl on. Who? Girl, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you messy. <laughs> I want to go live on Facebook, but. I don't know if it's gonna work right because remember we tried to do that before it didn't sound it the sound wasn't good i'm gonna try let's try and see all right let's see if i can do it let me see i got you i can come up with some topics so okay i forgot we um camera still they can edit that out yeah we could do something we is live so it's uncut uncut Alive. 
You got some topics or you tried to find some? Put me on blast. We trying to go on Facebook live while you calling. Oh, because you could hung up on me. No, I didn't. I said I'm going to call you on. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Right. Love Goodbye. You <laughs> I don't know if I can bring her. I hope it don't make a whole bunch of noise. Maybe if I add her on right when we first do it, don't, it don't want to work like that. You had topics, and now you ain't prepared. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm about to go off. You have to edit this part. No, we gon' it's live, so live. Get, we already started. Get in the camera. I don't want to be in the camera. You're on that camera, so yeah, what difference but that's a different make? camera. You're ridiculous. I'm done. You're trying to put me on camera. Get on. What's the point if you on the podcast? No, you're not a hidden guest. <laughs> hey. This girl, she's doing body armor. <laughs> Promo. Right. Why Robbie and on here acting like the camera whisperer? Exactly. I told him, I'm like, you on camera regardless. So what difference exactly. does it matter? So what's the problem? <laughs> the, tell her what's the problem, Rob. What's the problem with what? You're not getting on camera. Well, don't, don't watch your phone. Watch your phone. <laughs> <laughs> watch your time. See, I was on camera. Two seconds. Out. Two seconds. Okay, do you have these topics or not? Do I have these topics or not? Yes, yes. let's go with these topics. You should be ready. Be ye also ready. And yeah. you did say you had topics. I didn't know that was my job today. I thought I was behind the scenes. Oh. Uh, this is what I have. This, this is one that I have. This is what happens when I'm not in the city. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> oh, I asked you goodness. this morning about this topic. But anyway, so um, let's keep it going with the animal question. So if you could be any animal. <laughs> I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> so if you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why? Whew, let's see. Uh, I'd probably be a bird. <laughs> what? No, the reason why a bird is, I feel like a bird just can, you know, travel and go anywhere, you know, at their own discretion. So I just want to have that ability. You know what I mean? Bird. Yeah. Well, what would you be? Like I believe I can fly. Well, yeah, there we go. Mm. I believe I can touch the sky. This dude said he'll be a bird. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> what kind of uh, animal would you be, by? I wouldn't be a cougar. Well, um, what would you be? Get to the. I would be. <laughs> I was an animal. I probably would be a. Um, a kangaroo. 
She's gonna give me a kangaroo. Come on, you can come on the show anytime. You want to be an eagle? Yeah, eagle. Okay, that's she no different than Rob. Rob a bird, do an eagle. This is a bird no, family. I want to be an ordinary bird. I'm not an ordinary. I want to be an eagle. I'm not an ordinary bird. I can't. I can't. I can't fly around with pigeons. Dang. I, I'm an eagle. I ain't never seen a pigeon fly. What is my auntie saying? She said, "Come on and have an ouch for your children." What is she talking about? What? She said, "Come on and have an ouch for your children." That's what I see Javon said. And she said she's she a blue be. she said she's a blue bird. Oh yeah, she'd be a blue bird. A lot bird. of people want to be a bird. Tell him to define the bird he wants to be. Have a pouch for your children. Oh. She oh, said because right. you want to be a kangaroo. Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> um what animal would I be? I think I would be Oh, I'm trying to think. I think I'll be a monkey. Yeah, no, I'll be a monkey. No, you won't. And don't you ever come up here and say nothing like that. They called us that for years. You won't be a monkey. No. <laughs> that's what he lets you be what you want to be. Who? I said you won't even let me be what I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't raise you to be a monkey. Oh, no. Um, I don't know what I want to be. I'm trying to think of what animal really, like... I guess the goat. <laughs> That's what my sign say. Hey, Sharky. Your sign say you're a goat? That is the Capricorn sign. It's a goat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Goats don't say bad. That's a sheep, ain't it? Bad. Yeah, it's a sheep say bad. Oh, that's a sheep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm trying to think of something that's current that's going on. Oh uh, well, you got uh, you got people getting their tax refund. You got uh, the stimulus him. check coming. Like you could ask a question, you know, about that. About like, the taxes? Yeah. Like what people about to do with their money? What you about to do with yours? Pay my bills. Okay. What everybody else should be doing. Okay. You going on vacation? You buying? What you doing? I'm paying bills. Um. What else you doing? Investing in my store. Oh, there we go. Um. Probably getting a new place. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> 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 what you doing with yours? Well, it seems to be that. Uh, they said I made all this money last year. I probably you in a different test bracket. My auntie said, except her IG request. <laughs> Ooh. My auntie Siobhan. Uh, 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 Yours. No, in all seriousness, I'm going to uh, work on my uh, business and I'm going to get my credit score numbers up. Mm. And um, actually, uh, investor, you, you really sparked something when you talked about the stocks and the bonds. So, um, kind of interesting. I was telling you how my aunt did uh, the CDs and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just probably investing and saving. Um, yeah. Not out here trying to buy no uh, 
purses and all that. Mm-mm. And I, I'm trying to build something. Why are people buying purses? I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, people. But you like for people to buy you purses. Responsible. Now let's be real. But let's be real. You you want people to buy you purses. I do. That's that's a different thing, baby. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference? (laughs) Spend their money on the purses, but I Um, spend my own money. Um. Um. But yes, I yes Ashley said better credit. Sharni said talk about. Um, how do we feel about them not raising minimum wage? Mm. I mean, I, I, first of all, I think you're saying minimum wage, minimum wage, minimum wage, minimum wage. Okay, it should be, it should be, it should go up fifteen dollars. I mean, the cost of living has gone up. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I'm not being funny. I, if they came here, they probably appreciate there. It the the cost of it, it cost a lot here too. Everything is high price here. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about to the gas. But but that's how it is in Georgia. Like um, when I was just researching and even when I was filling out for applications, a lot of times I would find that they don't even pay as much as they pay here. They don't pay that much down in Georgia. But the cost of living is more. But they don't. But they don't. Um, they don't want to pay people more. So that's why, you know, a lot of people like don't go down there until you have at least one or two jobs or, you know what I'm saying? Because they rent is very, very high, like thousands of dollars just for a two bedroom. But they only want to pay you like $10 or $15 an hour. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I did see that a lot when um, I was looking to apply to jobs down south. That was an issue. But, um, Lovely. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm trying to read y'all. What did Sharni say? Oh no, that's actually Ashley. Correct. Did you go yet? And I had to change my career. I mean, it's it's definitely good to be your own boss, but I think at the end of the day, you know, like David Ford was saying, y'all didn't get this. Well, some if y'all go on my on my timeline, y'all could see he went live from his page on Facebook for the interview. I was on Instagram, but um, like he said, like he pulled from his four hundred one k. You know what I'm saying? But he had to stack that money for two years so that he could afford to walk away. Some people walk away and don't even have nothing in their four hundred one k bank. You know what I'm saying? And then I've some seen. Some people don't know what a four hundred one k is. And it's something you should have. She said, flip it, not your hair, your taxes. Oh, <laughs> what? What did she talk about? I don't know. That's what the hustle is doing. Shavonda has, she, she's a uh, Devontae, so she might have some drinks. I don't know what that's about, flipping stuff. You got your... Huh? No, I was asking Ashley. She said she's going to be driving trucks. I was just about to ask her, do she got her CDLs? Because she said they're not trying to pay her in her current field. She do. She get paid good doing dialysis here. But down there, they not, I'm telling you, like, they really not trying to pay. You really need to have, like, two jobs to make what Cleveland. That's one thing I can say. Cleveland does pay good. Um, out of state, not too much. I, I think it just depends on where you're going. But Georgia, for one, not not paying. They're not going to say bless you. But the, that's the reason why Georgia is a black Wall Street. Um, every On every other corner, there's a black business. Ooh, $1,500 for rent. Yeah, they rent ain't no joke. I'm telling you, the cheapest I saw was like twelve hundred, and that was by College Park. 
<laughs> what you trying to say about Catholic? It's good. I was like, no, it's good. Time to go. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's bad. Um, I I want to get into stocks and stuff like that. Um, one of my friends he sent me a email with like a literature or some templates or something on it because people make it sound so hard to get into it it's not hard but you gotta know what you get yeah you gotta know when to do it when to put money in when not to put money in and stuff like that that's why it's very good to read please read because you know People are reading these days. That's how you get Gorilla Glue in your head. Don't come up. You got to read. Girl. Girl, you want to talk about the Gorilla Glue girl? Let's talk about her. I think everybody do stuff. I think everybody... She knew what she was doing, though, because right after that, she had a manager. She had a whole team, a whole staff team to help her boost her career. So... Sometimes you gotta just use the Gorilla Glue. That's right. I think they should make Gorilla Glue for people for, with dentures for real, because that's some powerful stuff. It works. It really does. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I think um, people don't read. It's important to read. It's important. That's how you really know how to invest. Um, read Wall Street. Uh, I'm like day before. A lot of people don't want to read because they are lazy. It's too much. If they see a long paragraph, oh, I'm not reading that. Mm-hmm. Let me skip to exactly. what I really need. And when you start missing out on things because you're skipping over stuff, you you really need to read. Okay, so oh yeah, so I don't know if y'all talked about this, <laughs> but um, the Youngstown women uh, that was charged uh, for like child endangerment for leaving her kids in a hotel um, while she went to work, like how do you guys just feel about that? Like, have you ever? I'm sure a lot of us have been young and parents working multiple jobs and real young, and we got left at home and. Um, so, yeah, so how do you guys feel about that? Well, I feel like this. Um, society has made it to where um, back in the day, parents could work either first shift or they could work um, or nights. But now you're forced to work any shift that they give you. Um, and so you're, you, you, you're forced to uh, sometimes you, you're forced to leave your kids at home. You, you are forced to either either bring a little with you, you don't really have a choice because let's be truthful. Um, it's more people out here. It's a lot of parents out here on drugs. There's a lot of parents who are in, single parents in a home, and they don't have an option of somebody watching their kids. Um, you're your only option. So I feel like um, she had to do what she had to do. It wasn't like she was going out to a bar. She wasn't going out to kick it. She was going to work to meet a need for her family and because she did that um listen here uh blondie i'm talking um she 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 was forced you know she was forced into a decision it was a young man who reached out to her and i believe they uh gave her i think she ended up now she has a hundred thousand dollars um he blessed her with because 
you shouldn't have a you you really shouldn't have a uh, to make a choice like that mm-hmm. whether to go to work or I got to call off because somebody um, can't watch my child. Right. But that's the way society has made it to where you have to make decisions about things. But like I said, she wasn't like she was going out kicking it. She wasn't going out uh, buying no drugs. She was going to provide for her family. The um I see I know you asked how old the kids were. The kids were nine and three. Um, so more I, funny, my mother left us at home. Me and my sister had a king at Stacy was uh six years old. I was five. When we left school and from daycare they dropped us off. We just knew not to open the door, but my mom, we she had to do what she had to do to take care of you know what I'm saying? Well, nine times out of ten, whoever reported her or whatever, somebody she knows. Um I feel like she did. She worked at a pizza. Is it the one pizza parlor? Yeah, that's right. She worked at a pizza parlor, so I'm sure she's not making that much money to be able to afford rent, daycare, and other things. And the nine year old, I feel, was more than capable of um, staying, keeping the kids at home. Oh, Oh, Ashley said her kids' dad called. But this is my thing. He's a butthole because all that time you spent calling, you could have been watching the kids or you could have been there with the kids. You probably told her, no, you're not going to watch them. She didn't have a choice. And now she's in jail. So what? Are you going to watch them now? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. Like you probably told her, no, you're not going to watch the kids. And then she took matters into her own hands and did what she had to do. So she couldn't lose her job. Then you call the authorities on her, so now she didn't probably lost. She might lose her job. Who knows? Lose her job. Um, Got to go back and forth to court about this. Might lose her kids, but you probably ain't even told them. Hey, I'll take them in. You just did it out of spite. Out of spite. Auntie Shamar said Landry was about ten when I left him for the first time. He knew not to answer the door or phone. Mommy left me home by myself around the same age on North Boulevard. Girl, you ain't got to put our street out there, North Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> she left me. Girl, bye. She okay, so somebody paid for her house, Ashley said. Somebody said yeah, now she has a house paid for. Because yeah. a lot of people was petitioning for her. Because, I mean, let's be real. Everybody's parent done left them at home because they work in two jobs. Or they come home for like 20 minutes, change clothes, and go back out to another job. You turned out fine. Girl, I mean, we not going to get into what I was doing when you would leave me at home. Yeah, you turned out great. But, I I mean, well, that that was in high school. I was in high school when I was doing what I was doing. But that's no, nevertheless. I'm talking about, I left you home. I'm talking about you being at home and being responsible. We not even, that's thrown into the sea of forgiveness, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna bring that up. Like, Queen is so annoying. He gonna say you just spit. <laughs> <laughs> you know he gonna say I just spit because I did. I was I was talking or laughing, and he gonna say you. you on the, on the <laughs> is it off? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you spit on this. <laughs> right. Wait, look at you messing up. We can't. I'm sorry, Quentin, be quiet. This not the camera that's gonna be on YouTube, anyways. This is a look. This is a, a luxury for y'all, like David Forrest said. This is luxury. Oh, it's Black History Month. Talk about Black History Month. It's the last day of Black History Month. Okay. We talked about Black History Month two weeks ago. Oh, 
Oh. You want to talk about it again? Yeah. Which one to talk about? If you no. had it tuned in, you would know that camera whisperer. <laughs> 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 I'm sick of it. Oh, God. Had to get pick up. Man, I'm trying to come on here and throw shade. Uh, I'm not gonna say don't feel bad, Cash. I really had to get picked up from Tower City. <laughs> no, no, okay. I'm gonna just tell y'all what I did because it's funny. Tell David before I'm trying to be a model. He he left. You should have been out here earlier. Tell Robert. Robert doing modeling. Tell Robert. He right here. Robert got his model outfit on. He was ready. That's why he was asking all the questions. Stop it. I like what Lois Lewis, Lewis Paula said. Y'all, y'all trying to throw so much shade, baby. I ain't ashamed of nothing I did. Get on the damn camera. Now you about to make me kiss. But guess what? I turned out okay, baby. So don't try to Y'all just getting on my nerves. Y'all not gonna bring y'all drama to my podcast. Every time we on live on Facebook, it's a problem. I'm going back to Instagram. We don't have these issues on Instagram. Now, now, come on. My test became my testimony, and I'm standing here. Oh, girl, now I'm hanging up. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing. Um, but. I don't know. We didn't get to ask. You wasn't on la- the last podcast, so I'm going to ask you. What does black history mean for you? Like, what does it mean for you? What, the month or black history in general? In general. Why would a month matter? <laughs> <laughs> what is black history? I mean, black history, obviously, is celebrated every day because a lot of things that are norms for us, um, it was created by black people. Like, Simple stuff like washing your hands, like hand soap. Um, just so much peanut butter. Just simple things. <laughs> so, what, why are you laughing? It's so oh funny. God. It's so funny. Because that was what you say. Hand soap. I'm just saying. Then you said peanut butter. <laughs> this is why I want to be on camera. Whatever. You make it. I'm bullied. Well, come on, I'm being real. bullied. So you said we no, but that is Making true. Black people has yeah, made a, has invented what, a lot of things. What? I want to hear about the peanut butter. What? George Washington Carver? Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> you know what, Leah? My auntie gonna say, "Priest, sir, he got a deacon voice." She said, "You got a deacon voice." <laughs> a deacon voice? Oh no. Let's <laughs> talk about the peanut butter. Okay, so what does Black History? Be? Okay, you said the hand soap, the peanut butter, and what else? What you mean? What else? What does it mean? Like, what does it mean for you? Do you feel like it really makes a difference for us? Like, do you feel like we should only have one month? Or do you feel like it's something that should be celebrated all the time? I think it is celebrated. I just think that uh, um, the world just don't know exactly how many things we have uh, done for, like, the world in general. Things we created, ideas we come up with, um, a lot of stuff. So, unknowingly they're celebrating black history because everything we've done is in every part of society Mm -hmm. and history so that's how I feel I don't know I said for me I don't 
Am I whispering? He's not whispering to me. He's he's loud and clear over here. I thought the mic pick up everything. We need. (laughs) (laughs) See this line. Like you about to sing a R and B song? Oh no. Me, Robin. She's discerning these comments since somebody tried it already. (laughs) Leah, oh my god. Quentin, don't get on my live for one, because you say. Um, you know another kind of event we could do? We just freestyling today, because we really did not come up with a lot of things for today. I think it's more fun that way, where we just talk about random stuff. Cache, hold it was Black History Month, and you tried. What? Who tried to flex on you? <laughs> you you ain't even talk to me. You was being mean to me. So you saying like current events? Yeah, so like this about, that it could be anything. What D'Angelo and friends? Did anyone watch that? Father God in the name of Jesus. Father God in the name of Jesus. We bless you. <laughs> Y'all is so crazy. Um. Y'all do look like, you know, y'all do look like uh, the pastor and the only lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but nevertheless. Um, y'all do look like y'all, y'all do look like the people that come on lives and y'all they get ready to do the prayers together. Like, come on, she's, my auntie said like, verses was good last night. I didn't have my contacts in. I rubbed on your scalp. It was like, hey, cache. First of all, don't try to be cute. Because you didn't touch my <laughs> head at all. <laughs> he was like, he rubbed my scalp. So like, he didn't have his contacts. He, 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 ooh, I'm not even going to go there. But anywho, how was D'Angelo? Because I didn't get a chance to watch it. I didn't watch it either. I know you I was hoping. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Girl! <laughs> we was watching, um, what was the movie? Did it didn't sound like he said y'all was watching anything. He said he was what? He said he was watching the movie. Oh, he whispered something. I didn't hear what that other part was. What you whisper about? You whispered something? Uh, what was he watching? <laughs> what was the movie? Look, he can't even get the lie. <laughs> <laughs> he was watching a movie. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't lie to your mother. Are we there yet? That's are what we, we was watching. We, <laughs> we was watching. Are you oh, there? Yeah, yeah, are what a coincidence! Are we there yet? Well, that's what we was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Rob got on one of the uh, jogging outfits right now. Wait, you want me to stand up? Yeah, stand up, Rob. Oh. Show them. Let's though. see. Yes. Got this on. Yes, Rob. Oh, do like this. Do like. Uh, uh, no, do it. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, do what? <laughs> Y'all is right. I'm done. I don't know. He, she wants you to. She wants you to jig. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Let me sit down. Let me sit down. I did tell you, Quentin. I got him up here. Quentin, Quentin only rock with us on certain days. Oh, okay. don't say him that. He gonna go off. I want him to go off. Don't go off, go up. That's right. Let's go up and talk about it. Because 
Quentin. They calling you Deacon Robert because your voice. That's funny. Um, I didn't get to watch D'Angelo, which I'm sorry about. Um, but cause I because I love D'Angelo. What's your favorite D'Angelo song? Brown sugar. Mine is How Does It Feel. Oh, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. How does what feel? I don't know. Ask the Angelo. I'm, I'm just trying to, because I, I haven't heard it. I, I definitely like brown sugar, but how does it feel? How does it, it feel? Like what? <laughs> Girl, I like that, and I like the other song. It'd be like, "You're my lady." Oh, that's my, that's my uh-huh. favorite one. "You're my lady" is my favorite. Stop sounding like you're tapping on the computer. <laughs> "You're my lady" is my favorite. That's my favorite song. That's right. Deserve her countenance. Uh-huh. How does it feel? Countenance, countenance. How does it feel? What, 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 what? How does what feel? Rob, what was he talking about on that song? No, Ooh. now you want to throw Rob into it. D'Angelo, how does it feel? Well, yeah, I want to hear this. What was he talking about, Robert? Rob said he never heard the song. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not a D'Angelo. <laughs> What she's saying. <laughs> Girl, you can stop. You can stop all of that because ain't nothing going on. I did going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Any other topics you want to talk about? I'm looking on Shade Room because they always got some messy stuff on there. Yeah, that's what Justin said. He be looking on <laughs> They always got some messy stuff. Mm-hmm. Molly, oh, yeah. you ain't got no topic. I want to talk about how does it feel. I want people to chime in because I want to know what the song, what it, what, what how does what feel. Who you want to say? Ain't nobody on. I don't know. Robert, you going? Mm. <laughs> He's looking. On? He's looking for topics. He's not paying mm. attention. Hmm. Mm. So, how many people are going to take a faith leap this year? Let's let's see. Let's talk about that. How many people going to step out of their comfort zone this year? And do, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm really praying so hard that Shaman breaks out of her comfort zone this year and opens up her cleaning business. I really do. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, she do need to open up her cleaning business. Where about you? Cleaning business. Where's she at? She didn't live. It says mm-hmm. four people on. <clears throat> I don't know. No, she's back. Oh, there she go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I got a question. It says uh, on. Uh, it's on the shade room. It says, uh, "Why do girls think you got to pay the bill um, to be their man?" And it said, "Let's figure this out." So, how do y'all feel about? Um, a man and a woman paying like if two people are dating like who should take the 
the bulk of the uh, pan when it comes to going out and stuff like that. First of all, Robert, you would know we talked about this on our last podcast. Dang, I don't think you're tuning into the podcast, and it's showing. <laughs> he does. So, so bring me a but, but no, um, that but that wasn't the question. That was not the question. I brought up the fact that the man took the lady. The one remember the video showed me where the dude kept inboxing the girl. You remember? He showed me. That's how I knew about it. I said it on the podcast. <laughs> remember, you showed me the video of the light skinned guy and that lady. And oh yeah, he yeah. walked away the from table. the table. Yeah, 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 got it. So the question was, like, should she had to pay for? Should she have? Should the bill have been split? Or she, he as a man had to take on the bill because he asked her out. So, I mean, it's the same difference. However, they're asking why do women think that a man is supposed to. I don't think that a woman thinks that. I think it's expected. But um, I don't think that a woman just automatically thinks, oh, he going to take care of this. I know me firsthand. I always keep money with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? No matter what dates I was on or whatever, I always have my own money. Because you never know. Because there are some people who, what do they call it? It's not courting. It's something. It's the opposite of courting. What is it called? It starts with a D. What is it? What is it called? It starts with a D. I want to know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> you need to relax. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Dating. Dutching or Dutching? Oh, going Dutch. Yes. Going Dutch. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> So, why are you cracking up? Like, what's funny? <laughs> so, I know some guys who say they go Dutch. You know, when they go out on dates, they let a woman know up front. You're going to pay for your meal. I'm going to pay for my meal. And that's that. And then there's some guys who, just because that was something they were taught or that's just what they pride themselves on or to make themselves feel like a man, they take the lead by paying the bill. Um, but I don't think that it's, a woman thinks a man is supposed to do it, but there are some women who probably do feel like a man is supposed to do it because of how they were raised. If they always seen their father taking care of the bills, then that's what they expect. Again, that's the spec word. Expect their other half or whoever they're dating to do the same. Go ahead. I don't know. I feel like this. I feel like um, women are taught that sometimes the guy can pay and sometimes you can pay. I mean, if it's brought up up front saying Dutch or whatever, you pay for your own fine. But I don't see um, anything wrong with a woman paying sometimes. I don't see what's wrong with a man. Now, if you always going on a date and that man is always like, oh, I forgot my wallet or whatever, there's something's wrong. But I, I, I think it should be a balance. I think either, either way, um, the man can pay sometimes and a female. I don't have a problem with that. It's called balance. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Yes, you think. My call is like, hey, let's go out to eat. My treat. I, I, I don't think a man should always have to pay. I think uh, dating for like a man uh, can get really expensive, especially if he's not exclusive with like one woman. So he taking multiple women <laughs> on dates. Um, whether That's it's. What? <laughs> 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 so I think uh, for the man that's like uh, you know dating trying to find uh, the right woman uh, for itself um, it can get really expensive you just got to be uh, really careful and uh, kind of weed out 
um, you know, the woman that you're taking out because you don't want to be a meal for a bunch of different people. They so messy. She's like, please throw the Texas. So my question to you is, they crazy. Do y'all, girl? What? Do y'all split? Do do you treat sometimes, or do you treat sometimes? I mean, it's balance, right? Interview. So what's the rate? <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, I would make it a more percentage. Like most of the time we go out, we who you say we will pay. Most of the time we go out. Oh, okay. So I think it's broken okay, down. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think the split is like? No, how often, but like, what, what would you say? Because I think no, it broke down. Like, no, I because I have my share of, of things that I do uh, for Rob, and he has his share of things okay. he do for me. However, girl, what did you talk about? We not talk about nothing sexual. <laughs> Get your eyes together. <laughs> I'm not gonna be discussing my sexual business on podcasts. I was okay, so. What I'm saying is, like, when we go out, when we went out with the kids, it was, we split that because it was a big, like, it was a huge bill. But, like, if we go out to eat, he'll pay or I'll pay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't treat him that's out right. and he treat me I out. I think it should be, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it should be, even, I don't, I don't know. It's just to dating and all that kind of stuff. I think people make more of it uh, than what it should be. I just, like I said, I don't mind paying sometimes, um, if the guy likes to pay, that's that's good. But sometimes the women the women can treat. But I have a question for what I think people um, read too much into dates. Like you can have simple dates, picnic, different things like that. I think people think um, you spending money um, summarizes a date. It, it you, some dates you don't have to spend money. Some dates it could be a movie night at your house or. Um, a picnic she's or she's crazy. I think what social media celebrities uh, that uh, live in life on like the highest um, um, that creates like what yeah, people like, okay. think is the norm for like dates. So when you see like a celebrity Michael B. Jordan takes uh, Lori Harvey on like a, a boat and mm-hmm. and stuff like that for like Valentine's Day. Um, most of us are, you know, on social media. So um, we see that and feel like we got to get something close to it. So basic stuff like a picnic or just watching Netflix, going to see a movie. Um, that's seeing that that's by society. It, it, it's it like that's more. not enough. You need to do more. You need to or even when you someone gets married or engaged. Um, and you see the celebrity with the big old diamond ring or the big, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. anything a normal person that has a normal salary could offer, you know, their lady or something like that. It seems like, well, that ain't enough. It's not big enough. People are constantly judged on, uh, you know, things that they do. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a lot to do with social media and, you know, everybody have a comparison lifestyle. Me, like, yeah, I just think you can create. You, you can create your own date. Um, I think, like you said, people are so busy trying to live like the Joneses that it'd be the simple things, it'd be the little things. Uh, but I don't know, this new, these new age dating folks, it, mm, I don't know, it's, it's a, just a different breed. Oh, I, don't, no. I, I do feel like guys don't do the, the, 
opening up the doors for females. You don't see that anymore. You don't see a lot of guys buying flowers for uh, the females anymore, or because uh, it wasn't time guys bought candy and flowers. I don't. You don't see that anymore. I think, and it's because um, some people don't hold people accountable, or or should I say, uh, they don't. They don't. Make, they don't make them. I don't want to say make them, but they should show them like, hey, open the, you, you should want to open the door for me. But if you don't show somebody that you're worth that, they're not going to they're not going to do it. Um, I think it's two factors to that because the first thing with that is, for one, has a guy ever seen that done? Because yeah, even though some true. things are supposed to be common sense. Some people was never it was never done, and if they see that their mom was okay with their dad not opening up the door or their male family members not opening up the door for their female family members, then they feel like okay, Jesus, sorry y'all. <laughs> they feel like that's okay. Like I don't have to do that. Um, and then the other aspect, like in our situation where I always grab the door, I will always grab the door and he'll stop me like, no, like don't grab. But that's because for so long I've opened my own door. So it was like something that I had to get used to. Um, Not, um, not opening up my own door or not trying to be the first one to the door, um, letting him open up the door for me. So I think it, it could be a two part thing. Whereas a, a woman might continuously keep opening up the door or trying to open up the door to the point that God might be like, okay, well, when I tried to open up the door for the last woman, she always kept trying to open up the door. So now they don't know if they should open it or not. But I yeah. think it's simple things that you can discuss with whoever you're dating. Yeah, like, I want you to open up my door or this is, you know what I'm saying? Just certain clear expectations. It's, you know, it's, it's things that you can definitely discuss with a person. You don't necessarily yeah. have to, oh, I'm not going to go out with this person no more or I'm, I'm blocking this person. I'm not going to talk to them. What, you blocking oh, them? No, no. I just uh, wanted to make, it, I wanted to make <laughs> a comment about opening doors and flowers and stuff because um, just me in general, like, just moving around places, going into restaurants, uh, um, different like businesses and stuff like that sometimes you like a hold a door for like a woman and she won't say thank you she won't are you like I'm not no saying no i'm not oh, saying okay. in general. <laughs> so i think guys in general build some type of resentment like if you hold the door for eight different women and none of them say thank you or something like that well you're gonna be more reluctant next time to not you know hold the door for them same thing with like flowers or something like that if you get a girl flowers or, and they don't show the appreciation, you're like, well, why am I getting flowers? Not specifically to the person that you're you're dating, but people in general. That you dated in the past. Yeah, if they, don't, if they don't show like, okay, this is important as far as flowers and stuff like that, you're more reluctant the next person you're dating to not get the flowers. So. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. You can't, you can't live. You, you, you can't group everybody in the same group, sure, though. Sure, but I get sure. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Also, too. It don't even necessarily got to be um, flowers because some people, like she said, it's better to discuss those things because some people, somebody might be allergic to flowers. But I just know back in the day, guys used to bring flowers and candies. It was a time that guys really came to the door um, to meet like your, your, your parent or whatever. But it's, it's just like, I don't know. It's just a whole age. And like you said, I, well, I remember they date. Do, um, <laughs> I remember when they went out on a date. I think they would go see PJ Morton. Oh. Siobhan and Quinn. 
Oh, yeah. A couple years ago. But um, I think, I think it also has to do with, like you said, the upbringing and the teaching. Because if you have never been taught or seen that, you don't you don't know to do it. Um, I don't know. I, I like I said, I think it definitely depends on the person. I remember, um, I might say thank you too many times or too much sometimes. What do you think? Do I say thank you a lot? A lot. Okay, I think I say it a lot. <laughs> no, I'm asking him because he might not think I'm doing it a lot, but I personally feel like I do, and that's because. I raised. Am I? No, no, no. I believe I raised you. Oh my God! Look, this lady can't let me say what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, you raised me to be appreciative, but the reason why I might overly say thank you to him or show my appreciation is because in a past relationship, it was said that I didn't, even though I would say thank you. They felt like I should just be like doing cartwheels and jumping up and down. Like it was a certain way they wanted me to show appreciation because people okay, from well, their past. So I can go see him because I, 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 Girl, I'm not about to say no names. <laughs> you, you know, but because I wasn't like saying thank you, um, in the way they wanted me to say thank you, it was like, oh, I, I don't, I don't appreciate it, or they were saying like they couldn't read me. And I was, like I said, trying to find things or characteristics in me that really wasn't there. Like negative characteristics, not even searching for good ones, just searching for bad ones that they couldn't find. And, you know, because of past relationships they were in. So I think a lot of times you just have to be very, very careful um, when you're dealing with past situations and going to new ones. Just just be very mindful and take good notes on what you can improve on, whether it's yourself or how you in, you know or what you expect from the next person whether it's you need to set boundaries for the next situation you're in not necessarily putting anybody in the box or making them feel like they got to operate a certain way because of what another person did but just don't allow yourself to accept some of the negative things you may have accepted in the past or um how you can be different can you show more appreciation they work on themselves they they that's the thing. Yeah, so um, it's a it's a pro- you know it's a process or whatever. But I think that that's that's a lot of times why a lot of situations don't work when people really don't take the time. They you know this is another thing. When I was dating, like I would be like when people would be like they only tell me all the negative things that their past person did. Like they never had any good stories to say. And it's like okay, so you never did nothing bad. It was just always that one person. That also made me be like okay, yeah, I don't know. It's like you you telling me that you had no faults or you couldn't find nothing. Because no matter what, in any situation that ends, whether it's on a good note or a bad one, everybody plays a part. So it's something that you could have said differently to change something, something you could have done differently um, that could have changed the situation. So that's why I feel like you definitely have to be open-minded and not always blaming the opposite person. Because then you start noticing like all the stuff they were saying they past did they was doing like, like they start doing it to you like okay you told me this person was doing this to you but now i'm seeing you doing it to me so you know you just gotta really get to know people basically y'all really look like a ministry team <laughs> 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 oh, stop man. it <laughs> but no I, i'm serious that that's very good because a lot of times People can point the fingers at somebody else and they never want to look and examine themselves. It's most of the times, if you think about it, it be you. Mm-hmm. And when you constantly saying this person did this, this, and that, most of the time it is you. So you have to you have to do a self check, a self evaluation. Mm-hmm. 
but a lot of people don't want to do that. Um, what's another thing uh, we could talk about? Oh, um, rent. That's another topic that people love to talk about. Uh, do why do people feel like it's not supposed to be fifty fifty? Like it's supposed to be the man paying all of the bills and the woman does X Y Z with her money and only pay like the smallest utility bill there is, and then he pays everything else, and then still want the man to take care of their lifestyle. Like I don't know why that's a thing. I, I feel like this. Um, I, I like I, I know we, on, on the podcast we talked about it, but Booker T. Sanders showed us what a man's role in the house was, and literally he 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 paid the bills, he paid the rent, he bought groceries. My mother, like I said, my mom only had to work because she wanted to. She didn't have to. She wanted to, and he 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 when he cashed his check. He gave it to my mom to pay the bills, but he he understood the role. I am, I'm the head of my house. So you, so you feel like we're not roommates. I'm taking care now. So you feel like a man should pay. So you feel like the man should pay all the bills. I know. I feel like this. It's a partnership. I feel like uh, if you're the man of the house, you're leading. You're you're leading. I feel like uh, we're not. We're, we're not roommates. Uh, now we come into this agreement like he say, you know what? I'm going to pay the rent. You worry about this. The, the car insurance or whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just feel like nowadays people are living like they roommates. So you saying you feel like all the bills come in. I don't. I, he should say. The bills are different. Now I can say this bills are different now than they are they were back. Sure. Yeah. So, so my thing is um, like so you're saying like ideally if you were in, you know in a situation relationship and you were living with your mate, do you feel like he should say you I'll, know me though. You I'll take me. care I'm of the not, rent I'm and then you take say. care of I'll take care of the rent and you take care of the lights, the gas and the cable bill and I'll take care of the more major yeah, a little what, what car notes, right. uh, so, car insurance, like life expensive. Like, so, so, I mean, <laughs> life is expensive. So, my thing is this. So, I, I, so what do you think? Me, I'm not gonna let. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not type of person. I'm not about to let you struggle. I'm. I'm, I'm not. If we can, if we can build. If we are one and we are building together, I'm not about to. I'm not gonna allow you to um, have all those responsibilities on your shoulders when you're truly trying to build with somebody. Now you have some people who are like, all right, my check is my check, and they gonna pay this, this, and that. No, if my if my man is showing me that he can lead and he's leading, oh, I'm one hundred percent. I'm gonna help you, and I'm not about to sit here and put out all these bills on you because you're leading in this house. No, we're building something together. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, you just have some people, like I said, they feel like, oh, we roommates, and. I, you gonna pay this, and we gonna we gonna split everything down the middle. I just think, to me, like I said, I I believe in building. So we gonna we gonna we gonna take this money. We gonna pay rent. We gonna we gonna itemize our bills and and put them together. We gonna help each other. I'm not I'm not gonna put all this responsibility on you. What you think, right? I'll say that. I'm so, not, I, I wouldn't do that. Right. Yep. So uh, I I think it, we just gotta go through like a little bit of a history lesson. Cause um, what I heard was um, like uh, like back in the day, like 
how family dynamics was, it was that a man take care of the, the bills, uh, the woman raises the kids and take care of the right. household. Um, but w- what started happening was like men start going to jail, men start dying earlier than right. women. So a lot of widows. We got right. men joining the army, different services right. of uh, the military. So the man was removed from the household, whether it was incarceration or uh, right. being drafted, dying early. So uh, a lot of the women had to go and work and try to provide for like the family. So mm-hmm. they they almost was conditioned to uh, be in a role as a man would be in a family dynamic. Um, but, you know, only problem I have with a woman, um, you know, staying at home, raising kids, um, it's hard to develop skills. It's hard to develop um, relationships, uh, business relationships uh, outside of the family. If you're always raising the kids, um, cooking, cleaning, doing those type of things, you're not able to like develop yourself so if the husband does exit um the household um you're not able to um make up the difference from the man not being there so a lot of families are have been broken by like mass incarceration or um the man dying early um i just know personally i know a bunch of situations where um men were paying the bills and doing everything for the household they managed the bank accounts um anything associated with finances um the the man died and the woman didn't know how to pay bills didn't know how didn't develop any skills to get a job job. jobs are based off you know knowledge skills um, experience and they didn't have those so no one wants to hire you when you don't have the skills you know what I mean and then they feel it's too late to go to school look what I'm 50 years old I gotta go to college and mm-hmm. or learn a trade or anything like that so it mess up the dynamics of you know the family so I, I know plenty of people got probably a response uh, for that I don't know so I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. uh, I, I've been working since I was 14 years old mm-hmm. my mom always instilled in us you you don't depend on a man um, not saying that in a disrespectful way or a negative way she taught us how to if the man was to walk away if the man did die or whatever the situ- situation was you have to be able to be able to stand on your own feet so I've been working since I was 14 years old I, I understand I, I, huh <laughs> hello ma hello what yeah can you hear me yeah we can hear yeah, yeah. yeah cause I, you hear an echo you hear an echo in the back I don't know but we can hear you perfectly fine oh okay um, but I, like I said I've been working since I was 14 and my mom taught us how to we went to school um, go make something of yourself you know what I'm saying? So if the man did walk away or if he did die, you know how to t- have, you, you'll be able to stand and be able to handle taking care of your bills. Um, she didn't raise us to say you don't need a man. That wasn't the case, but she did raise us to say you don't depend on one because a man can walk away. A man can die. Anything, anything can happen. You have to be able to 
manage and be able to take care of yourself. So I um I don't understand some of these women now, and it is sad that some of them don't know uh about working or whatever because they they were taught to you just this man gonna take care of you. So now this man is gone and they clueless. But um, I, I believe what Leah said is is fact. I think that it just goes by your household and also like Miss Craig said, Mrs. Craig said, um, you definitely have to. It's about what's what what you guys are bringing to the table at the time because one person might be making more money than the other. Um, one person may not be able to work um at all. And it could just be not because of personal reasons, just because they don't want to. It could just be medical issues or anything. You know, you never know things happen. Um, layoffs, especially with COVID, I know a lot of family dynamics shifted but, a lot last year. But can I say this? Go ahead. I, I think it all has to do with a mindset as well. Because you have some people that are moochers. You, like you said, yeah. you will have some people who are out here who it is medical, who has been laid off, but you have some people who are gold diggers who are moochers that don't care. Oh, you're going to take care of me. But then, like I said, when that person is removed from that house, what do you have? So that moocher goes on to be a moocher to somebody else because right. they don't they don't know how to maintain. They don't have the capacity to hold a job. They don't have the capacity to, to handle finances or whatever because their mentality was, oh, this man is supposed to take care of me. Mm-hmm. So it's all in your upbringing. You gotta make sure that you had a parent that poured into you and say, "No, no, no, baby, this is how it should be." You you work, you go to school, you you learn a trade, you 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 build something so that you will have something for yourself. Now, if the man wants to walk away, you don't have that to worry about. Yeah, you might miss him or whatever, but you know how to stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. These new generation women. Some of them don't, they don't know how to stand on their own two feet because their mentality is, I need the bag. I, I need you to take care of me. Mm-hmm. So their, their mentality is all, a, it's a mind thing. It's a mentality. And it's all what your mind is. Now what I can say is over the last year or two, almost two years, I've seen the the shift of women starting to take the lead when it comes to like owning businesses, becoming their own boss and things like that. I mean, it's even stated in statistic numbers um, that women, especially black women, um, are definitely starting their own businesses and things like that. Um, and I think that um, that's something me and Rob talk about all the time that I think that men should start creating their own businesses and creating more legacies and things like that um, for their families. And I will say like maybe before last year or whatever, or the year before last, I did used to see a lot of women saying like, um, yeah, I need a man. If you ain't got no bag, you can't talk to me and stuff like that. A lot of them don't understand that these people that they see on these um, Instagrams and Facebooks and stuff like that that are getting money from these guys, majority of these women they already have businesses and money themselves Mm -hmm. so it's not like they sat at home and then this rapper guy just came and just started giving them money these women was already brand ambassadors they was already having their own hairlines they was already selling their own lip glosses you know what i'm saying they was already doing things prior to which makes these rappers give them more money now there is some there is some um guys that will just 
they have they feel they they like a woman to need them or they like a woman to want them to be taken care of because that's something that like i said before on previous podcasts they can hold that money over a woman's head and that allows them to go out and do whatever they want to do and they feel like oh i can go out and deal with 10 women come back home to you you the one who's going to make sure i'm i'm fed you're going to make sure that my bath water is ran um because i'm giving you this money you know what i'm saying however um that's why a lot of times women who do have like their own businesses or have their own money it's harder for them in the dating world because they'll start talking to a guy a guy will then feel like well she don't need me you know what i'm saying so then they won't date them you know what i mean so i think that it just and i said this before i've said it on clubhouse i think that it just depends usually a real man if they see that a real woman is making efforts to do what she needs to do to make a better life for herself her family or whatever that's going to make them want to take care of you or not even necessarily take care of you but be there for you in a sense that if you need me i'm here like type of ordeal not just someone who's sitting at home just waiting for somebody to go pay all their bills get them food and stuff like that like not making no type of move for themselves at all so um i don't know it's just it's it's different it's different types of men there's different types of women exactly i think uh we as women we we don't need a man. We want a man. But I think sometimes men are, and it could be vice versa for men too, um, are intimidated by a woman that works, a woman that really handles her business. And they rather deal with the one that's weak-minded, that's not going to hold them accountable, whereas I'm out here and I'm busting my butt to build something. And if you can't appreciate that, then maybe we are not a match for anything for one another because mm-hmm. my whole objective is for us to build so like he said to leave an inheritance a legacy um not just financially but i just think they'd rather deal with the weak with a person that can that's not going to hold them accountable and that's not going to tell them hey this you know this ain't this not what i want they would rather deal with the what we call them the forty the forty dollar the forty dollar girl <laughs> the twenty and forty dollars. Mm-hmm. No, I work hard. Honest to God, I I, I really I really do. I work hard. I work hard, and I, I I refuse to allow anybody to come in and discredit me for working hard and for wanting more. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I I want more. I I don't I don't want a, a person just to. Lay, lay in my bed. I don't. I don't. I want somebody I can build with. Mm-hmm. Build our bank accounts. <laughs> Let's do. You know what I'm saying? Let's grow together. But some of these people don't. They don't hold these men accountable. Sometimes these men don't hold women accountable mm-hmm. because it's um women out here. They do guys the same way. Yeah, but I also it's just not just the, it's just not it's just not the just got the guys. It's be it's um female. um another thing that me and Sharon have talked about before is just um guys leading with their pockets a lot you know what i'm saying you'll never find a woman leading with their pocket because that's not something that a woman does however there are women out here who they the things that they require they cannot give in return um and that's the same and it's also the same for men as well but my thing with the when it comes to women doing that to men i just feel that you 
when you a lot for so long men have led with their pockets they you know they're out here flashy with their jewelry they go out to these clubs or bars they buying everybody three and four rounds of drinks then going home broke ain't paid for their kids stuff you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it's the truth you know what i mean like just out kicking it having a good time and not, their responsibilities not taken care of but they want all these women in the club to think like oh that's the one with the money that's the one that got the money and I've been there before where I was dating a guy that women swerving down had a whole bunch of money but he was always borrowing money from me like you know what I'm saying so it's like you you definitely can get um, bamboozled um, in these clubs and in these two hour spots where you only know somebody for about 30 minutes to an hour sometimes two hours in the club and you get you know tricked out your spot social media yeah social media for sure like you know what i'm saying like you would think like a person is living a certain type of way and it's not that like you know um so i i think that you definitely have to um make sure that you're doing your research with people not just trying to be after people because it goes both ways if you always chasing after somebody for money and then you end up with the short end of the stick you can't blame nobody but yourself if you always trying to flash money and that's all you getting is people who only after you for your money they use you and leave you then that's it's then at what point do you say okay what could i've had fixed or done better you know and i think that a lot of women have started to realize a lot of these guys ain't really got money like they saying they do. So, no, I got to go out here and invest and get businesses and do what I need to do. So, even though some of these women, they get dragged in the media for dating multiple women. Like, we can even talk about Lori Harvey, for instance. You know, people always want to talk about Lori Harvey. Oh, she dated so many different people. And it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. Unfortunately, she's in a certain spotlight. So everything she does is going to be tracked by whoever. She's not calling up these blogs, telling them, hey, this one I'm dating out. This is just her. She's out having a good time. She's the only body in explanation. Y'all taking pictures and y'all posting them. So y'all keeping more track than she really is. And now that she's actually dating somebody that she enjoys or that's her level, because I feel like um, Michael B. Jordan is definitely the person that she needs to be with. He's not a hood dude. He's he's more on the scale that she was raised in. I know how Margie or uh, Marjorie, whatever her name is, and Steve Harvey raised her. She was always a quiet little girl. She never really was in it to, into anything. So I feel like her going from Trey songs to um, Future to um, now Michael B. Jordan or whoever she I think they said she was dating Diddy and Justin I don't know but I feel like Michael B. Jordan is her speed that's that's somebody that she needs to talk to and sometimes you just have to date different people till you realize who you need to be with and sometimes it's not even about who you chose sometimes people approach you and you just like oh let me give it a try let's see what happens and it ends up not being what what I said that what happened what happened with what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. What you what you I don't know. What happened? <laughs> He's crazy. But anyways. Um well, kissing all the awesome frogs just to find a prince. I mean, you sometimes you you have to 
You think so? I don't think so. You can just come in and be like, no, no, no. Bring that in. No, that means have a conversation. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. But then I see how she balanced you because you're like, oh, yeah, we're going there. I mean, it's rough. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Y'all balance each other out. I I just think, um, Leah thought about she don't I'm like reptiles. Gonna, I'm, I'm, <laughs> she I'm, crazy. God is gonna send my balance. I really, I believe it. I don't know. But I, I, I don't really, I really don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I can't. I never, like I tell y'all, I can't never really say. I still to this day don't even know how we was even friends on Instagram. I don't know. Like, but I'm glad that we did cross paths. So, if nothing more, but for RJ, I'm glad. <laughs> 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 um, but it, I think it just I think that it, it definitely like it takes time you have to have patience cause you know I used to be I used to block everybody I I, I would block everybody I'm about to block Rob like right now <laughs> right, <mommy. laughs> you know it's on my mother church all things in time um so focused. but I don't know it just took me some time um I, I think once you work on yourself and you figure out mm-hmm. what what is it that you need to do a little bit differently or how you should approach, because it's all about how, what you know what you attract. Um, and sometimes you can't get bamboozled. You can't think that you are finding somebody that is like good for you, and they're really not good for you. You know, so you you definitely need to really see what people are about like you. Just that's the bottom line. Oh my God! Look at the grandma. That's my grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you right, Carla? Yes, right. Who is Miss Carla? That's who they are, Yes. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? But she, well, I mean, let me shout her out. She is awesome. Yes, she is. Oh, she is. She's very awesome. Carla. Yes, I love her. She is so amazing. I'm so happy you're on. I'm so glad you joined us. Girl, stop it. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think that you you have to really ask. Like, it, yeah. it's good for down the prayer. Like, you know, um. I don't know how me and Rob end up talking or whatever the case may be. I, I'm I'm definitely glad it was a blessing. And um why was Rob sitting there looking at the camera like he's he's re- like somebody's he like He's reading. Oh, he read oh I'm not in the social media so I'm trying to get it. I don't really understand it. He's not yeah, he's really not. I'm making him do this. But um I don't know, and then that's another thing I like too that he's not like I I, I like the fact that he's not like on the scene and stuff like that because I've talked to so many people that just always got to be seen, always got to be known, always got to be, and it's just like it it becomes annoying. Um, but 
what I do, <laughs> I have to be you know, on social media, and um, that's just it. So that balances us too. Um, well, your mom has to uh, go eat with my uh, <laughs> girl. Are you really going to eat or what? Are y'all doing onboarding today? I thought y'all doing onboarding tomorrow. No, they're 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 gonna feed us today. So I have to go eat. Okay. Well, y'all is so. I don't want to leave because I'm just. I I miss y'all so much. I I probably didn't cry a lot today for real. I know I, I have. I know I cried yesterday a lot of times at the shop. It was crazy. Me and you will never part. Girl. <laughs> but I love but, you. Um, um, enjoy yourself. Um, I want to say, I want to leave my um, quote for today um, before I get off of here. I, I just want to tell everyone who is listening, um, this is the year to take the leap. Do it afraid. Do whatever you have to do, but you have to take the leap this year. Don't stay in your comfort zone. Um, You are meant to shine and meant to be great. So if I can tell you anything, please step out of your comfort zone and take the leap. Because as soon as you do it, watch the doors of opportunity that you're going to walk through. Mm-hmm. I just waiting on you to make the move. It's a faith move, as my um, friend Shalonda Johnson said. You got to shoot your shot this year. I don't care if it's aim high, shoot your shot. As my brother was saying, let's go up, go up and shoot your shot. I guarantee you, this time you're gonna make the basket. I love y'all. I miss y'all. Oh, I miss y'all so much. I'm not gonna cry. We miss you too, girl. But please do it, and especially you, Siobhan. And if Shanita's on here, her too. Make the leap. Right, and as David Mumford, as, as David Mumford told you, David Ford told you. Oh my God, this girl's name David Mumford. He ain't even know here. <laughs> <laughs> David Ford told you. You make the leap as well. Grandma, Robert, don't try to go. Robert, don't try to go box up no box and uh, tell your boss you ain't something. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that in my spirit, like he was gonna go. No, Rob, he did make me think he was like he like he like. So what did you do? Right. You you said you. Now, like, I don't want nobody going on here talking about on the podcast. They tell get your box and go uh, turn your notice in. God ain't said that to some of y'all, so y'all don't do that. <laughs> Well, pray about all. I love y'all. I'll talk to you later on tonight. Love you too. Okay. All right. Bye, Robert. Bye. <laughs> I know my I know my mom is on here. I love you, mommy, and I love you, Siobhan and my Shanita. I see y'all on here. Oh, hi, Auntie. Oh, I love you, Auntie. Rob, you got a quote. I love you, Madeline. No, I no, love you. I, I don't love you. Right. I, I don't have a quote, but I, I want to end with something. It's you want to end with it? You want me to go first and then you go? Yeah, you can go first. Oh. Um, 
I think she got a. Um, I just want to end with, um, be okay with the unknown. Um, David Ford, like he said, um, a lot of times we don't do things because of what possibly could happen next. And I think that that has something to do with, um, that's something I struggle with, with my anxiety is I think, um, I'm fearful of the unknown of what could happen next personally, just like with myself. Um, and that's something that I'm trying, I'm praying through and trying to get through. So, um, this week just, um, be okay with not knowing what's next, but just doing what you need to do. Um, and knowing that God's got you. And like David Ford also said, stay prayed up, continue to pray, pray and pray. Um, every success story is behind, um, or great success story is behind great prayer. So, um, definitely do that. Um, Shanita said, my cousin Shanita said, hi, Rob. I'll tell her, hey. Oh, hey. I'm about to say, tell her, hey. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I get you. <laughs> clearly don't get it. Um, thanks, Grandma. Um, yeah, I think that it that is. I think with anxiety, it is um, being afraid of too much change. I don't know. Sometimes I hear stories of other people and things that they go through, and I put it on myself, um, and that's what makes me feel for. I'm usually, I get fearful at nighttime. Um, so, and I think it's just because I don't even want to tell y'all because y'all, no, I'll save it for another time. But yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> What you want to say? Um, I was going to really speak to the the guys. Um, you know, instead of like, uh, you know, showing off and flexing on social media, mm -hmm. going to these nightclubs, buying bottles, buying drinks for everyone, buying out bars, spending all your money on uh, designer clothes and um, trying to keep up with the Joneses, getting the fancy cars, um, trying to portray a lifestyle. Um, make sure you got some uh, life insurance. Make sure you got some dental insurance. Make sure you got some health insurance. Mm -hmm. Make sure you got a will. Um, make sure you know what a 401k is. Um, make sure you um, <laughs> actually look into like uh, stock and investments. And, um, you know, make sure you spend time with your family. If you have kids, make sure you spend time with your kids. Um you know, make sure you uh, are a light to people. Um, you're not negative. Uh, you don't have bad energy. Um, just make sure uh, you're making us as black men look good because um, us as black men, our perception is a certain way. So when different races uh, or racists look at us, it's based off what we're putting out. So we want to give them, you know, a better light of us so we don't have you know police scared of us or we don't have other races scared of us and want to do something to us based off uh, their perception they're seeing on online or on social media or just their biases or prejudice prejudices that have been instilled in them for years so you know we just want to do better in 2021 um, and uh, not fight against each other like uh, 
don't compete against each other, just elevate each other and hold each other accountable mm-hmm. um, just for being better. And the same thing for like uh, the woman out here, like let's not do all the competition. There's no big, big you's, little me's. Like let's all just bring each other up and um, collaborate with each other and um, support each other. And um, yeah, that's what I got to say. All right, y'all. So um, we're going to get ready to end. Um, We want to thank David Ford for coming. Um, Now my mother wants to come back to the video. What the heck? My, hold on. She's crazy. (laughs) We're trying to end, and she's all about at her bag. (laughs) I'm ready to say that offering has. Pastor didn't spoke. He just said a whole word. Ain't supposed to be eating. <laughs> I, I was going down, but his word just, it, it, it trapped me right here in my, in my living room. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You know what you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Stop it. <laughs> we trying to end this and you playing. You gave a whole word, honey. You went down. You let him know. You Oh, the prophet has spoken. Prophet Robert. <laughs> 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 Sitting next to him is Prophet Cash. Oh, girls, Dobby. <laughs> that was so proud. That was a good word. That was very. I had to get back out because you really had me. I was on my way out the door and then had to turn around. I said, "This ninja didn't, didn't say the whole word." <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you didn't do is call the altar call. <laughs> you know the altar call is. Altar call. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's when you at church and then like the pastor bring people up for prayer. Okay, I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. Thank God for you, sir. Yeah. Yes, you probably didn't pass. <laughs> <so good. laughs> I love you both. Mm-hmm. I gotta get out of here. All right. We love you too. All right. All right. All right.